Why does my throat hurt? Was I shouting? I was doing too many Eddie Vedder impressions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seven days to play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week, we challenge one another to play a new mobile game. This week, it was my turn, and I challenged Sam to play Ruya. Aruya. Oh, Ruya. Aruya. A color-matching puzzle dotty game. Mm-hmm. Like two dots. It's a puzzle game, uh, a casual <laughs> zen game. Listeners, I wish you could see the <laughs> disdain in Sam's face right now. I guess if you want to call it a puzzle game, that is the closest one that it resembles to. I call it a puzzle game. Bit of no, 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 no. This is... I feel like this should be news because it somewhat pertains to the subject that we've been talking about from time to time. All right. Own the news section, Sam. No, no, no. Question mark. News. News. Uh, So just wanted to do a quick mention of some of the hoopla that's happening around EA, um, which is Electronic Arts. They are a game publishing company. They're quite big because even I've heard of them. They do EA Sports. It's in the game. It's that is one of their wings of games. Gaming they have, wings. They have very many wings, <laughs> not tiny wings. <laughs> EA feathers. It's in the air. <laughs> Recently, they, they've gotten some, they, they're in a bit of a pickle. Uh-oh, EA pickle. It's they, in the brine. It's in the, it's in the juice. Uh, because they recently published a game called Star Wars Battlefront 2. Not, okay. not the beloved Star Wars Battlefront that we've had in the PS1. Uh-huh. But they've since released a new game in the Star Wars universe called Star Wars Battlefront 2, which is a multiplayer game slash campaign game where you can play a bit of the story. Um, but the whole point is that it's based around this, this multiplayer thing where you can unlock certain characters that you can play. Oh, great. Um, this is relevant to us because EA has gotten in some heat with microtransactions and people paying money. Uh, for extra content normally like I think I think they started the whole notion of the DLC I don't know if it was actually a but it's one of those big companies that's downloadable content yes oh my god and it's also the thing I hate the most it is the syllabalization Mm. of acronyms download is one word it should be DC (laughs) right it's it's interesting that that is the thing that you you took that's my campaign yeah (laughs) it should just be DC PG and DC not PUBG and DLC. Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Sam. Back to microtransactions. Obviously, EA is a big company and they want more money for their games. I think you mean provide value for their shareholders. Right. So normally games these days, if they are of the AAA title, are like $59, so 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. So what game companies have been doing is, hey, if you give us a little bit more money, you have the collector's edition Right. So like for 20 more dollars, you'll get some sort of art book or something like that. Plus some in-game content that, you know, like a golden gun, like a golden skin gun where you can use and show people, hey, I, uh, I paid 20 more bucks for this game. And so I deserve a golden gun. The, why, the reason why this is gross is because not only did they do sort of the, hey, if you pay more money, you can play it a couple of days earlier than common plebes. Uh, which is gross in nature. Um, but on top of that, they just, they're setting stuff up for like multiple ways of microtransactioning this game. First of all, one of the things that's been debuted is, oh, you have to play 
something like a hundred hours to unlock Darth Vader. Everybody wants to be Darth Vader. And everyone wants to be Darth Vader. I mean, he is like sort of the main campaign figure for all the the advertisements. Mm -hmm. So people are in an uproar. Turns out though, if you want to be Jar Jar Binks, take five minutes. <laughs> Pretty much sure. <laughs> Pretty, that's what you have to be for, t- for 100 hours. <laughs> Makes you go through it really quick. <laughs> if these game publishers are finding it that, you know, they do have to charge more money for them to justify, hey, it takes a lot of work t- to, to publish these games or to develop these games. You know, maybe, maybe the notion of like the $60 is not enough, right? Um, but I don't think they're doing it in a clean and clear way. I think it's the model of a single purchase up front and then the length of time you have to support it, right? I think that's kind of where software is now. People are realizing upfront cost, great, fine. It's simple pricing for the user, but if you're a company that needs to you know, make a profit to survive and to continue to support and develop new games, a one-off purchase isn't really enough to cover the years of development um, and then getting people to upgrade to the next version This kind of what you had with Adobe Photoshop, right? Like it was a great photo editing app five versions ago, but in order to get people to upgrade to new stuff, they have to keep pushing more crap into the UI, make it more and more, every time more, just to get people to upgrade to earn money rather than if it's subscription price, they just make a solid product that just keeps on running. Maybe the same is true with games. Like, yeah, how maybe. long does Battlestar Galactica Stormfront 2 have to be supported for? <laughs> Sounds like a great game. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, rinsing customers for cash endlessly is uh, that is not sustainable either. And it's kind of gross because EA is a big company and we're not exactly sure how that $60 actually translates to the game developer, right? Yeah. Like, EA yes. is a publisher, Oh, I see. Right. There's layers of abstraction here. Right. Mm. So I think, you know, this relates to us because I generally feel that mobile games might tend towards that way eventually. I mean, we already see it with games like Clash Royale. Final Fantasy. Yeah. You know, initially when you play the game, you, you feel like, oh yeah, you know, I don't have to pay for this, right? Like I can totally just, if I just grind through this game, I don't have to pay for anything. But the notion of the fact that you have to grind in order to get to the gameplay elements is kind of silly. So EA has reduced the number of hours you have to play to not be Jar Jar Binks anymore? Right. (laughs) Yeah, and it was like some arbitrary number that they set from the start without any sort of reasoning, without any data. And then now they've reduced it, and so people are even more in uproar about that and... It's just, it's just a mess. I see. Also sounds a little bit like internet outrage of the week. True. But at yeah. the same time, it does. Yeah. yeah, so there are two sides, right? Like it's, you know, self-entitled gamers. <laughs> I want to be Vader from the start. Exactly. Like, no, you must be Anakin first. Oh, Vader shouldn't have died in that game. You know, and just like <laughs> silly, silly arguments. But overall, like people are paying uh, a good chunk of money to play characters that they love. Um. But this, sounds, but this sounds more like you have to spend a certain amount of time playing the game to unlock rather than spend money. Yeah, yeah. That so okay. that is true for now. <laughs> 200 hours is not chump change in order to get Vader. Or it's like something <laughs> like 100 hours. Think the electric bills. <laughs> Think of the electric bills. Yeah. Think of poor Elon Musk <laughs> getting concerned about your carbon footprint as you try and unlock Darth Vader. 
Back to Ruya. Sorry, that took a little bit of deviation, but I felt it was important because we have been, this has been something that we've been discussing in yes. terms of gaming price. This is true. And Ruya, 99 cents. 99 cents. Which I think they have undervalued that. Okay. <laughs> that is to be discussed. Another TBD. <laughs> how do you describe this game? For me, I think, without going into the infinite minutia of exactly how it works, kind of think of it as a cross between two dots, which is kind of a three-in-a-row game. I don't know how you describe that. Uh, you know, you've got to match yep. your colors together in a, in a line or a square or an L. Uh, but it also mixed with Tetris because you are kind of told what shapes you need to make in advance. Mm. So for each move, you're like, oh, I need to make an L. Whereas with two dots, you can kind of make any shape you want. And that's essentially the game. You move through a bunch of worlds. You get some additional gameplay mechanics like ice blocks or little slanty blocks that you mm -hmm. slide off. You need to get a certain number of colors matched for each round, and that's how you win. So that is my very... High level summary. Yep. It Before is we a, get into a floating lady with antlers with flowers on where she drops beheaded figures onto a grid and then little their souls get captured at the bottom and it appeases the gods that are floating in front of them with a number on it. <laughs> and then they once they have enough heads, they float slightly, <laughs> which means that they're happy or satiated. Mm -hmm. And then if you get all of the gods that are have numbers in front of them, satiated, then the level ends. And you get flowers. And you get flowers. To adorn on your antlers. On your antlers. Great. Yeah. There it is. So it is, a, it is a casual puzzle game. It is. Yeah. And there's some kind of, uh, what's the graphical style of this? It's sort of... It's vector-based. Yeah. Um, almost looks like a really well-done flash animation, if you will. <laughs> that sounds like... It's not, a, it's not a backhanded <laughs> compliment. That's the only way that I can really explain it. Like, um, you know, nice, solid artwork. Yeah, it sounds like what Western people think, like, the mysticism from the Middle East looks like. Let's say you think of a, a dreaming goddess with antlers done in the style of a Sanrio Hello Kitty character. <laughs> and the music of a... Aromatherapy massage, relaxation spa. Uh, low end spa. Low <laughs> end spa. <laughs> Overall, like I really enjoyed the beginning elements of how it introduces you to a story. Those are the story how, elements. I know you you were excited by the story elements at the beginning yes. when you played the last show, and that was it. But that, that was it. Oh dear. <laughs> well, that was it in terms of the story elements. It kind of goes away after that a little bit. Kind of goes away very quickly after there that. There are little in inter, but that's like a cat. There are little stories Rain. that really don't have anything to do with the story. Sometimes it's informative, like it tells you what to do. Like it's like, oh, you need to to cross these three three things out, or you're hugging a cat. Oh, <laughs> yes. But it comes at really arbitrary places. Like I would imagine, right. Because I think there are what, like 12 dream worlds you need to complete out, right? I think that's roughly. right. Yep. Um, and when you complete out one dream world, which is roughly nine levels, I think. Yeah. Or, nine another, or, or another 12, maybe. Or another 12. Yeah, 12 something like 12. that. Yeah, something, yeah. There isn't a story element in between those levels. And I felt like that was a... Sam was looking forward to the story. Missed opportunity. Sam loves a story. Now, there is a stats page 
Should we oh, do a stats is. comparison? Because okay. you know I love impromptu game of top trumps. This will be very revealing. I feel like this will be the opposite of campfire cooking. <laughs> I'm surprised I still have it. Or even, oh boy. <laughs> Sam, how many flowers have you collected? 351. Okay. Uh, 2,359. So roughly six times more, six or seven times more, right? Yep. Uh, it does give you a percentage of game progress. Yep. Uh, 59%. Nice. I am at 11%. Okay. World's completed. Five out of eight. Mm, One out of eight. (laughs) Levels played. 47. Mm, okay. So roughly like the math works out. It's like <laughs> I, I have 12 levels played. Okay. So you have roughly played this five more times than I have. Yeah. And for context, I do love a two dots game. Sam, you do not like a two dots game. I Well, yeah. So I feel like this isn't a true two dots game mm. where there's color matching. It's a two knots. It's, it's mm. two blots, two blahs. I think even with two dots, there are pretty good rules and it relies on the randomness, right? Yes. Of things falling down. It's really that randomness that I didn't like in two dots, but I think all of the elements are pretty solid, right? Like you have, there are set ways for you to destroy the dots, right? For, for you to get rid of the dots. To match them, yes. Yeah, to match them and then to, to, to get points from them. Yes. With this game, it's a little bit weird because it gives you a little bit too much freedom like you have this ability to get rid of them, but it's telling you how to get rid of them. So you need to look for the things that you need to get rid of. So for example, um, in a map, it'll tell you, okay, you need to get rid of one single color that's in a row of three, right? And so you go looking for it. You're like, no, 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 I can't find it. And if you can't find it, that's not the end. Like you can actually drop in more of these dots in order severed for heads. you to complete, yeah, the severed heads in order so for you to complete them out. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of morbid, but no, <laughs> it's, it's all cute. But I didn't really feel like why I was doing that. It's either, I feel like either drop them for me in a way that it's randomly generated or so don't. Since you're playing Where's Waldo. Yeah, or don't tell me chicks. what to get rid of. I actually quite like this mechanic, actually. I mm. thought it was an interesting twist on the free form. You can do whatever you want just to get rid of the number of dots. Yeah. And like, oh, this is the pattern you need to match. Okay, so now I know that I'm playing with a strategy to set up a number of dots in this, in this way. And then you're like, oh, well, how many? Oh, I need to get rid of green dots because there's only three of those left before I complete the level. Well, I need to like set up my playing grid so that once I find the green dots coming down from on high, the floating lady with antlers, who's dropping these severed heads, I can then set them up like that. I don't know. I, I actually quite like that mm. as a as a mechanic. I found it like really tedious. Like I was doing a lot of the work and then doing the work <laughs> to get rid of them. Right. I, so I felt is... like I was doing double the work. <laughs> <laughs> this is more like a meditative matching game rather than a puzzle game. I think maybe if we had thought about it from that angle, because actually the puzzles are very easy. I don't think there's ever been a case where I've failed to complete a level mm. and I played 49 of them. If you do fill up the spaces and you can't make the shape, you just lose a move 
and it repopulates with that shape available to you so you can carry on. Yeah. So this is more, I think it's supposed to be like a tranquility, peaceful moment in your day rather than a challenging puzzle. I see. That is kind of what I took from this after playing 47 levels. I'm like, oh, okay, this is, <laughs> you know what? This is just supposed to be like a, oh, a break from the world, not actually a ch- challenge. Yeah. You know? I can see yeah. that. I can see that, but I then I question why have the the numbered move list, which I found totally arbitrary. Like I don't know. So in a, in a level, it'll tell you how many moves you have left, and you do something like you either drop in the heads or you get rid of them, and for some reason the move count might go down or it might go up. Ah, uh, I can tell you. Okay, please, because <laughs> it is confusing. So to drop a head is not counted as a move. So you can drop as many heads as you want. I'm dropping heads here. <laughs> um, sounds like something from the wire. Uh, you can drop as many heads as you want, and that doesn't take your moves. A move is only counted when you make the shape required. So then you will lose a move, or the move count goes down once you've made the required shape. If you use a severed head with a bubble around it, that is a bonus, and you get moves back from that. So it's something like three you get three moves when you make a bubble head mm. in your shape. Shall we get to the three by threes? It's obvious that I did not enjoy this game as much as you did, Edwin. Did you find it relaxing? Um, no, <laughs> I did not. But I did like the calming. I, I kind of like the calming feeling. Um, okay, good. Washing over you. Yeah, I did turn off the music after a little while because it got really repetitive. I'm in the jungle. Wait, you can turn off the music? Wait, I thought you could. Mm, you can turn down hypnotic or the hypnotism level, which I think is just like a bass rumble, but I did not find a where oh. to turn off the actual music. You know, maybe it's coming up in a bad point. Maybe it was just like very quiet to where I didn't notice it. Like maybe I just turned down the volume. If you're playing without headphones yeah. and you're in silent mode on your phone, then it doesn't play music. Okay. I might have done that. Maybe that was it. Yeah. So my good point. Yay, it's color matching. It's two dots. I like these kind of games. If you like that kind of game, I think you will enjoy this game. There's not that much different about it. All the mechanics you know and love are kind of there. Um, This addition of being told what shape to make, I kind of liked. I thought that was like an interesting Mm -hmm. twist on these previous, like the Candy Crushes, two dots of the world. It's like, okay, it's a nice, nice twist, but... If you like those kind of games, I definitely suggest you check this out. Yeah, I did enjoy the the little bit of the story in the beginning, although I have no idea if that actually carried forward with anything. Um, yeah, you want to know why does she have antlers? Why are there flowers on there? Right. Like, who is this person? I want to know about Ruya. Is Ruya her name? Mm. Like that kind of stuff, I think. Or is that the name of her antlers? Is that the name of the different worlds you're in? Is that what <laughs> she's doing? Is, you know... Every time she's getting rid of the heads, is she saying, Ruya? You know, is that something that's happening? <laughs> that's how she severs the heads. Ruya! <laughs> Chop. All right. Um, yeah. the, the other aspect that I liked is that this is absolutely no pressure gaming. Like, I did not feel threatened or alarmed or pressured or reaching for the stars in any way with this game. I just felt like, oh, um, yeah, you know, just, just doing your color matching, yep. laying down them heads and getting rid of them. Which, in a way, I thought was quite like campfire cooking, and it's like a deliberately slow game. Mm, yeah, did you it get was. a similar vibe? In the context of the the the, the chill 
crackly, soothing vibe. Mm-hmm. Like campfire cooking, you had to do something. Mm-hmm. Right. To- toast those mallows. Toast those mallows and they had consequences if you didn't. Um, I did not feel any of those consequences in this game. This is a seemingly a game without consequence. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. You know, you'd think that that might be a plus, but for me, I want some action. It was deliberately slow, which initially was going to be a bad point because I'm like, all right, come on, let's go, let's go. Then I realized, wait, that's the whole antithesis of this game. This game is supposed mm-hmm. to be a like slow meditative experience that of me trying to like, all right, next one, next one, next one. Yeah. Actually, you should embrace the slowness. So it, the fact that it's slow went from bad to the good section. <laughs> it made me slow down. And like, you can actually make the shapes while the heads are still falling. Mm. So for the impatient amongst you, <laughs> i.e. me, you can, you can like get a jump start on completing the, the shape. Yeah, maybe I didn't notice that because one of the things that I put down for the bad points, if we're going to progress to the bad points... I have one more good, but yes, go. okay. this segue seems nice. The animations just took really long in between stuff. So when you finish out a level, you know it counts all the heads that are remaining, throws little sparkly stars on the heads that are remaining. Flowers appear. Flowers appear, and you can't skip any of that. And it's just, you know, you have to go through the motion each time you finish a level. Um, all 12 times Sam finished a level. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I would argue that's kind of the point, but at the same time, I do understand. My final good point, uh, I felt like this had a very consistent style and tone. I felt like it had something to say in a way that may be maybe deeper than the two dots. Two dots is just like, hey, shallow, match some colors, carry on, try and rinse some money out of you to buy extra lives. This was definitely more, I can't quite, quite describe it, but do you know what I mean? Like it felt like, developers knew what they wanted and had a vision for how this would make the player feel in a way that maybe is a little bit deeper than other games. I'm not articulating that very well. Do you feel like you've enjoyed this game more than you do with Two Dots? Probably about the same, hmm. I guess, in different ways though. Yep. Did you feel frustrated at any point with Two Dots? Yeah, for sure. There's certain levels where you're like, oh God, just give me the right colors. <laughs> Did you feel in any way frustrated with Ria? I felt that my levels went on quite long because there's a level that's like 50 moves long at one point. Mm. I was like, oh boy, oh boy, let's get through this. Um, <laughs> but yes, maybe I am still more captivated by two dots than this, I think is the actual answer. I see. Well, I think you just spent a lot more time with two dots as well. Also true. So my whole point about the whole puzzly, not feeling like not these puzzles weren't puzzly enough mm-hmm. is I think you're, we're kind of hitting on the same thing. And the same reason why you want it, why you're probably going to go back to two dots and not this game is that I don't think there's enough of a hook in the levels for me to continue playing. Um, mm. There isn't enough. Being slow and relaxed isn't enough. Yeah, there isn't enough turmoil. There isn't enough catharsis in me solving these puzzles that drives me to come back to it. And I think that's the point with these puzzles not feeling puzzly enough. Yeah, um, that that was a bit of a downer for me. Yeah, but I did a, I did appreciate the concept mm-hmm. as to being something a little more than just a throwaway puzzle game. I, yeah, um, the endless, unstoppable music that makes you feel like you're in a bad spa. <laughs> Obviously, that's a deliberate choice by the uh, by Miracle T Studios. I, I would imagine they went, you know what, 
this is supposed this is an essential part of the game that you have this sort of background music. But as we all know, I love to listen to podcasts while playing, so it kind of got in the way a little bit. But it didn't take over the audio stream, so I could have, you know, a bim bam playing with bizarre, soothing... Soothing sound. Yes, new age wailing in the background, which was an interesting experience, so let me tell you. <laughs> I think I did have a podcast playing in the background as I tried this game as well, and I figured, oh, it kind of works. <laughs> yes. You need like a soothing, you need like a, a 99% invisible Roman Mars voice talking to you. Whoa. Hello, I'm Roman Mars. <laughs> Hi, I'm Roman Mars. There you go. Right. See, that's a little snippet of that experience right there for you. Our final seven-day ratings. Sam, how many days did you play this? Two out of seven. Uh, of course, because I picked the game. <laughs> it's going to be a low rating. <laughs> you know what? I played this five. Five out of seven. It did take me a little while to begin with. Like mm. After I played it on the show... It, I wasn't immediately captivated and mm. it took me a couple of days to get into it. But, you know, I've played it for the last four days in a row. I'm enjoying it. I think for 99 cents, good value. If you like, the, if you know you like these puzzle games, absolutely check it out because it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, I don't think I would recommend this game, unfortunately. Um, I don't think it's really my cup of tea. Cup of miracle tea. I don't think it would... It's... <laughs> it's on brand with the type of games that I play. If I recommended this to someone expecting a, Hey, what is a Sam sanctioned game? This is this not is, this. <laughs> this, is, this wouldn't be it. But this is what this show is about. Sam yep. taking you out of your comfort ground yep. and putting you into a boring ground. I almost want to make a game. That's the complete opposite of this game and just make it high stress, very difficult puzzle game that does not, that, that has really strict rules on how you get rid of the blocks. <laughs> <laughs> maybe with like speed metal music in the background <laughs> that you can't turn off and all the voices like that cookie monster oh, singing voice <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> level one that's a million dollar app idea right there <laughs> sam do you have a game for us to play for the next seven days i do so Hurrah. i know how you're a fan of Lara Croft Go. Aha, uh -huh, I am, yes. And sticking to the puzzly aspect of what we've been going on. Wow, uh, a three puzzle run. Three puzzle run. Three That's a good yeah. name for a game. <laughs> yes. Uh, the game is called Causality. I believe it won some awards, some indie awards. Oh, it is the editor's choice, according to the Apple App Store. One ninety nine. Let's see. I will read the instruction, uh, the, the description. Yes, that's the French word for it. <laughs> Causality is a puzzle game about manipulating time, altering the sequence of events, and changing the outcome of each level. Is it Sliding Doors the game? Mm, yeah, <laughs> except without Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, phew, okay. <laughs> Set across strange and alien landscapes, help a group of stranded astronauts find a route to safety. Travel through time, work with your past selves, and solve paradoxes as you take on this uniquely challenging puzzler. Oh, I'm intrigued. Mm, that's a good description. That is a very good description. Yeah. We've read some quite bad descriptions before. There, Yeah, and you know, this has proper English. <laughs> it tells you what the game is about. It gives a little glimpse into the story by mentioning alien landscapes and stranded astronauts. Already, I'm hooked. Yes, this is The Martian. Martian crossed with sliding doors. Gives you a little bit of the type of puzzles you'll be facing, right? 
Time altering sounds interesting. You have to grow potatoes in your own feces. Mm. You keep going back to that. That butt potato. <laughs> That's the best part of the movie. That's delicious. It looks beautiful. I'm intrigued and I have no idea what's going on. So I look forward to playing this Perfect. for the next seven days. It is so mysterious. I'm looking forward to this game as well. Time travel, as we know, always confusing. Don't think, don't think about it too hard. You've seen movies with it? Yeah, I've seen Primer. Very confusing movie. Yes. But so good. Yeah, yes. It's very good once you've seen that elaborate flow chart that they do on the internet. That's going around on the internet. Right. Oh, okay. So wait, when he's got his earphone in, that's him from the future. When he yeah. doesn't have the headphone, he's from the past. And he's not stuck in his box. Before we go, things of the week. A couple of weeks ago, I mentioned a little uh, drip tracking app. Oh, yes. After my drip, drip chart. Yeah. Gross. So right. gross. Where I tracked all the uh, recurring monthly outgoing expenses. Yeah. Uh, and I believe I mentioned a app or a service called Squirrel. It had a squirrel on it. Yep. That yep. was your that was your clue. We found squirrel. It is not true. Oh, no. It still has a squirrel on it, but the app is actually called Bobby. Bobby the squirrel. Bobby. It's, it's a nice little app. It's really manual in that you have to enter in things uh, whenever you find an occurrence of... Oh, okay. Um, which I think you know, I'm probably okay with because I'm not sure how much I would want to authorize other app stacks. There's my bank account exactly. to like automatic, automatically sniff out those monthly nuts. So you've been using this? I have been using it, yeah. Have you uh, unsubscribed from any services? I did. Uh-huh. I have unsubscribed from Hulu because I don't use it. Aww. But Top Chef is on Hulu. And I just noticed there's something that might be coming out. It's called like Future Man or something like that. That could be interesting. <laughs> no, Sam, don't do it. No, <laughs> it looks really dumb. Oh my God, it's Seth. What's his name again? Is it? I believe so. I don't think so. It can't be. I think it's him and who they do like the Pineapple Express people, I think. Oh, is. no. So you have to watch it. I think that's the rules. You are now forever forced to watch things by Seth Rogen, Josh. Seth, <laughs> Seth Rogen, Josh, my favorite curry. <laughs> I thought that reference might go over your head, but I'm glad it did not. Uh, is Bobby free? Bobby is free. I would love if it was a recurring subscription that appeared in itself. Wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be... Cancel. Oh, no. <laughs> I like to pay for things if things look nice and I use it quite often. Mm-hmm. So one of the options Excellent in Bobby criteria. is to change the theme in order for you to change the theme to a dark theme, which I usually go for because it's easier on the eyes, especially when I'm checking my phone at night. Mm-hmm. We heard about this last week. Yep. Um, I'd like to change it to the dark theme. And in order for you to change it to the dark theme, you, you have, have to, to use it for so many hours, 100 hours of use. Exactly. <laughs> I love the Vader theme. And then it turns into Darth Vader. Okay. My thing of the week, my dad wrote a porno, has a Christmas episode coming up. For this year, they had one last year, which was incredible. I'm just, I know, Sam, how far you're behind on that show and you've not caught up. So I'm not going to yell at you, but I am disappointed. Okay. <laughs> well, we've missed the live showing that was supposed to be in New York. Their live show got postponed until next year. Yes. Yeah, so we have to wait till March now to see them. So I'll probably start listening at the beginning of March. Oh, damn it. Okay. <laughs> but the Christmas episode is out on December 11th. It's usually 2 or $3. Uh, I'm excited always for new My Dad Wrote a Porno content. <laughs> They're your buddies. Because I am obsessed. So uh, look forward to that. Maybe I'll maybe we should have a listening party and I'll make you listen to it. Um, how would the logistics of a listening party work out? Uh, we sit around 
get up our face on Julian Chardonnay and listen to the episode. Is this, I just imagine this is you just watching my face reactions as we <laughs> listen to a podcast. Sounds fun. Okay, bonus thing of the week that both Sam and I have done independently is watch the new next Netflix show. Well, it's not that new, but watch the Netflix show American Vandal, which came out last month. It's very funny. <laughs> if you like cereal. Ooh, it's yes. Oh, mm. I have opinions on whether it's funny or not, because it starts off funny and then you quickly just get sucked into it in a way that it's, I finally was like, this is amazing, but it's not comedy anymore. I'm not it's, laughing at it anymore. Especially the last I'm part, it was like, not comedy anymore. It was more like, oh, wow. Like this is actually like, I feel so for these characters. Done. Yeah. So we should say this is a true crime parody documentary. If you have seen Making of a Murderer, uh, the Jinx, mm-hmm. um, Thin Blue Line, or if you listen to shows such as Serial, Dirty John, S Town, uh, that one from American Public Media that wasn't very good about the missing child, Up and Vanished, uh, something like that, maybe yes, oh. yeah. Uh, you already know the tropes and you know what happens, and oh my gosh, these guys do it so well. Like I think what works so well is it could have simply been a parody, and it would have been like, ha huh, ha, huh, that's funny. That's like a funny, you know, ten minute sketch on Saturday yeah. Night Live. But they go all in, like they take it so seriously. That makes yeah. it amazing. And, oh man, I was very impressed by how well this was, this was made. Right. So this is eight episodes, roughly about 30 minutes each episode. And as soon as I saw the first episode, I was like, how can they carry on this silly joke <laughs> eight, for yeah. eight episodes? <laughs> and the way that they took it is, like you said, they went all in. They, they took it very seriously. But with funny context, I mean, just the people in it are funny, but it's not like, uh, it's not like unrealistic funny. It's, you know, like the, the main so kid good. is just pretty dumb, right? <laughs> right. Um, but at the same time, like we're not really laughing at him. Right, it's, it's you, like become, this, you can end up kind of rooting for him. Daryl, Dan, oh, I'm blanking on his name. Darren? Daryl. Daryl. But yeah, you end up rooting for him like he's... I mean, everything about the like the character arcs in the mm-hmm. episode, like, there's a lot more going on. You think this is just going to be a dumb comedy, but right. actually, I don't know, man, they do such a good job of like the whole the whole arc, of the, and at the end, it's like, this isn't funny anymore. This is kind of like, oh my God, right. I really care about these characters. The, the way you feel about the characters totally changes. Oh man, this is a very good show. Yeah, I was really, imp- I was really impressed by it by the time that I was finished with it. Um, cause I had watched the first two episodes when it came out initially. Right. And even after the first second, ep- like the, the first two episodes I was feeling, um, is it just going to be more of this right. all throughout? But then the more I watched it, I was actually impressed by where they took the story and how it actually developed. <laughs> I just love all the serial references. Cause I've listened to serial episode one, at least or season one, a couple of times, well, maybe three times, maybe four times, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do a whole bit about like the Nisha call trying to work out, oh, wait, does this phone call, where does this come from? And trying to find the tapes for it. They're trying to find the, the yeah. voice tapes. Yeah. yeah, they try and they, they they do a bit where they actually get in their car and try to recreate the routes and the timings, which like that is my favorite episode of Serial where Sarah Koenig and Julie Snyder get in the car and try and do the run from the school to the Best Buy parking lot. Right. Like that was one of my favorite episodes and like, oh man, they do such a good job in this show of <laughs> just oh, doing that as well. Like they find out, you know what? They can do it, but it's tight. (laughs) (laughs) And that feels like uncertainty and you're like, oh man. And yeah, and and even throughout the whole thing, like I questioned whether or not he actually did it or not, right? And it's it's very well scripted as well. Like it's so deep and there's so many layers. 
and it does keep you guessing and it does finish in a very true crime way. I will yep. leave it that way because no spoilers, but definitely check it out. <laughs> it was great. I munched through it, I think on a weekend. Because <laughs> the thing is, this only probably comes in like four hours total running time. Like the episode is not super long. I, yeah, I went down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, really well done. I highly recommend it. Um, hilarious. Like there's just some parts where I was like, this is, this is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and that is our things of the week. Sam, I will play Causality for seven days. I keep wanting to say casually. Mm, mm, casually, causally, causality. <laughs> Although I do not think that this is a casual game. Mm, well, I look forward to our review next week. Play along with us. Uh, follow us on uh, Seven Days to Play at Seven Days to Play on Twitter. And tweet us your game suggestions. Follow us on Spotify. Seven Days to Play, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> what else are you going to search for? Uh, don't email us. Seven days to play.